0: Welcome to another episode of Cue the Review. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Uh, Sorry I missed another week, but, you know, it's been busy. Thanksgiving week, so, you know. Uh, But we're back, and we're gonna hop into some movie news. So, the 355 Spy movie uh, has been delayed one year until January 2022, uh, kind of sad about that. That movie looked pretty good. Let's see. The original Gremlins writer, Chris Columbus. Uh, that's a fucked up name. God damn. Christopher Columbus. Wow. I'm going to you after a colonizer. Anyway, uh, he says that if it's ever made, Gremlins 3 will stick to using puppets and largely stay away from CGI. So, I like that. Keep it old school. What else we got? Uh, Paulie Shore reveals on Instagram that he wants to reunite Brendan Fraser and Sean Astin for a sequel to the 1992 hit comedy Encino Man. Yo, that movie was hilarious. My older cousin put me on to that. Shout out to Clenet. And what else we got? Uh, Narcos Mexico star Tina Corta. Uh, is in talks to join the Marvel Cinematic Universe as the villain of Black Panther 2. Uh, the the role is not known, though. Um, more than likely, I think he's going to be playing Neymar. I mean, if he's going to be the villain, he's the only villain that, you know, fits his look. So, I mean, they might as well just come out and say it. Anyway... Speaking of, uh, BP2, uh, Black Panther 2 is reportedly bringing back the original supporting cast, uh, including Letitia Wright, Lupita Nyong'o, Winston Duke, and Auntie Angela Bassett, so I uh, can't wait to see that. The film is reportedly started filming, uh, no, the film will reportedly start filming in July 2021, so quite a while from now if it's filming in july it probably ain't gonna be released till damn near the next july so hmm uh zach snyder's army of the dead is gonna be releasing summer 2021 on netflix i've seen pictures of this movie uh like set pictures it looks like it could be it could be pretty good i like zombie movies so you know definitely excited uh especially since it's gonna be on netflix so let's see what else we got uh, Deadpool 3 which is currently in development at Disney and Marvel Studios will reportedly be rated R just like it's successful predecessors so shout out to Disney for not uh, you know trying to censor Deadpool that's uh, I like that that's a uh, pretty good news and makes me excited about the future of Marvel especially Blade because you can't do Blade PG-13 so you know Uh, It makes me definitely hype for the new Blade reboot Whenever whenever it comes out And uh, now we're going to move into this week's movie That's going to be Django Do you know what a bounty hunter is? You kill people And they give you a reward? They are bigger than reward (laughs) I'm looking for the Brittle Brothers However, I don't know what they look like you do. I <laughs> called my wife. They sold her. But I don't know who to. Calvin Candy. That's the repellent gentleman who owns her. Boom Hilda. is my property. And I can choose to do with my property whatever I so desire. And, uh, yeah, Django's directed by Quentin Tarantino, which it never crossed my mind, but I don't think I've ever heard of another white man named Quentin. But uh, anyway, this dude is popular enough that I don't feel like I need to list his movie credits. If you don't know, shame on you. Go ahead and Google it. Uh, The movie stars Jamie Foxx with the two X's in his name, Christopher Waltz, Leonardo DiCaprio, Carrie Crying Face Washington, Samuel Jackson, and Walton Goggins. Uh the movie also features some guest appearances from Don Johnson, Amber Tamblyn, Jonah Hill, and Quentin Tarantino himself. Uh the film was released in 2012. It's got a had a budget of 100 million, so obviously, you know, he's a pretty heavy hitter in Hollywood to get a 100 million dollar budget. They don't just give that to any director. Um Box office, it brought in four hundred and twenty-five point four million. So it was definitely a success there. Rotten Tomatoes, the the critics gave it an eighty-seven percent. Audience gave it a ninety-one percent. Not surprising. Uh, Most people love Tarantino movies. So, you know, they're either really good or they're just okay. Like I've I've never seen a bad one. think I've seen pretty much all of his movies, so... Yeah, there's no bad ones, but uh, he's got a few that are just okay. This one, though, really good. My score on it, 4 out of 5. Uh, the only reason I didn't give it the full 5 was because I felt like it was too long. Um, like, I felt like it should have ended after they bought his wife back, and they had the big shootout at the plantation. But then the movie goes on for like another 30 to 45 minutes after that. Um, You know... Besides that, it was funny, uh, the action was really good, the characters played off each other well, uh, and it gave us some fantastic memes, like you got the one, you know, the Samuel Jackson meme with the with the bald, you know, bald head, he's scowling, and then you got uh, the, the one that's been going around lately with Leo, so good memes, good content. Let's see, the movie, uh, it's set in 1858. Uh, it's about a bounty hunter named Schultz. Uh, he's played by Christopher Waltz. Uh, he seeks out a slave by the name of Django, played by Jamie Foxx with the two X's. Uh, he buys him because he needs him to find some men that he's looking for. Uh, after finding them uh, and killing those men, Django wants to find his wife, uh, Broom Hilda, played by Old Crying Face. Uh, who along with him were sold separately by his former owner uh, for trying to escape. Schultz offers to help him if he chooses to stay with him and be his partner. Uh, Eventually, they learn that she was sold to a plantation in Mississippi, uh, knowing that they can't just go and say they want to buy her. They come up with a plan so that the owner will basically welcome them into his home. Uh, So that owner of that plantation who's uh he's played by leonardo dicaprio uh his thing is he's really into like bare knuckle to the death fights between slaves so he breeds these you know the biggest strongest slaves and their plan is to basically go in there and pretend like they want to buy one of those slaves and then while they're there they're gonna be like oh we really like this woman how much for her too so that's the plan um I'm tell you right now, don't go down like that. And shit hits the fan. Uh, you know, I don't wanna spoil it for those of you who haven't seen it. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Just go ahead and check it out. My favorite scene in the movie uh, is when they go to Big Daddy's Plantation. Uh, Big Daddy's played by Don Johnson. And, you know, Big Daddy's uh, telling the girl to show Django around. Uh, but to make sure he isn't treated like a slave. Tina sugar? Yes, sir? Django isn't a slave. Django is a free man, you understand? You can't treat him like any of the other niggas around here because he ain't like any of the other niggas around here. You got it? You want I should treat him like white folks? No. That's not what I said. Then I don't know what you want, big daddy. Yes, I can see that. Uh... What's the name of that Pecklewood boy from town that works with the glass? Uh, uh his mama works over at the lumber yard. Well, oh, you mean Jerry? That's the boy named Jerry. You know Jerry, don't you, Sugar? Yes, I'm big Dad. Well, that's it then. You just treat him like you would Jerry. And uh yeah, that leads to it leads into Django getting rid of uh, two of the three two of the three men that they were looking for, so basically killing two of them. Uh, the third one he tries to take off on a horse when Schultz, you know, played by Christopher Waltz, uh, comes running up to shoot him. He asks Django if he's sure, and he says, "Yeah." And then he asks if he's positive, and he's like, "I don't know." Uh, I'm gonna just put the soundbite in so I don't butcher the scene for y'all. You sure, that's him. Yeah. Positive? I don't know. You don't know if you're positive? I don't know what positive means. It means you're sure? Yes. Yes, what? Yes, I'm sure that's Ellis Brother. <laughs> I'm positive he dead. So, yeah, uh, I thought that, that scene was hilarious. Um... It's even funnier when you're watching it and you, like, see the facial expressions. So, you know, again, for those of y'all who haven't seen it, go ahead and check it out. And uh, now we're going to move on to some trivia. Trivia time! So when Calvin Candy, uh, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, smashes his hand on the dinner table, uh, DiCaprio accidentally crushed a small stem glass with his palm, and he really began to bleed. He ignored it. Uh, he stayed in character and continued with the scene. Quentin Tarantino was so impressed that he used this take in the final print, uh, and when he called cut, the room erupted in a standing ovation. Uh, DiCaprio's hand was bandaged, and he suggested the idea of smearing blood on uh, onto the face of Kerry Washington. Uh, Tarantino and Washington both liked this, so Tarantino got some fake blood together uh, and... And they did the scene where he smeared it So a lot of people were under the impression that uh, The whole scene continued And he smeared his real blood on Kerry Washington's face uh, I highly doubt as a black woman She would have let that shit go down So anyway uh, During the filming of one of the dinner scenes uh, Leonardo DiCaprio had to stop the scene uh, Because he was having a difficult time Using so many racial slurs Uh, Samuel Jackson then pulled him uh, to the side, telling him, uh, motherfucker, (laughs) which he is known for dropping a motherfucker, uh, motherfucker, this is just another Tuesday for us. Um, What else we got? Jamie Foxx used his own horse uh, by the name of Cheetah in the movie. Uh, He got it four years prior as a birthday present. Uh, I want to know who bought him a horse for his birthday. Probably Tom Cruise's ex-wife. Uh, in an interview, Quentin Tarantino stated that originally the Mandingo fight scene and the scene with the dogs were longer and more violent. He said he felt uh, like he was going to traumatize the audience, so he cut both scenes down. Let's see. After an accident in training uh, where Christopher Waltz was thrown off of his horse and broke his pelvis Jamie Foxx gave him a gift to make him feel better about riding a horse. Uh, The gift was a saddle with a seatbelt. Will Smith, Idris Elba, Chris Tucker, Terrence Howard, uh, Michael Kenneth Williams, I have no idea who that is, and Tyrese Gibson were all considered for the role of Django. Uh, Quentin Tarantino actually wrote the role with uh, Will Smith in mind, uh, and Smith's agents and manager wanted him to accept it, but Smith ultimately decided to pass. Uh, Tarantino then offered the part to Jamie Foxx with the two exes uh, who accepted. I don't think I would have. I don't think it would have worked, you know, with Will Smith in this role. He's too clean-cut. Um, besides, you know, he's already played an ex-slave cowboy-type role uh, in one of, in you know, in one of the greatest westerns ever made, in my opinion, *Wow Wow West*. So. Don't want to ruin that. Uh, Quentin Tarantino revealed at Comic-Con that Django and Broomhilda are meant to be the great, great, great grandparents of the character John Shaft from the uh, Shaft 1971 films, not the ones starring Samuel Jackson. Um, An overt reference to this uh, connection can be found in Washington's character's full name, Broomhilda von Shaft. Quentin Tarantino has said that Calvin J. Candy is the only character he has ever created who he truly despises. Let's see. Jonah Hill was uh, supposed to play a bigger role in this film. He was originally cast to portray a character named Scotty Harmony, the son of Southern slave buyers, uh, who had purchased Broomhilda to become his lover, uh, but the entire segment was cut. The Men in the Hoods, organized by Big Daddy, uh, represents a group known as the Regulators, uh, spiritual, uh, spiritual forebearers of the post-Civil War KKK, formed in 1865. So, hmm, what else? Uh, with a budget of $100 million, this is Quentin Tarantino's most expensive film. Cuba Gooding Jr., a.k.a. Big Freaky, uh, lobbied for the role of Django, but Quentin Tarantino would not consider him. According to Gooding, it's his biggest disappointment. So this, not screaming out somebody sucked that baby's dick in the club, is his biggest disappointment. Somebody sucked that baby's dick! Somebody sucked that baby's dick! This film, uh, it holds the all-time record for most uses of the N-word, or some variation in a movie, uh, with 116 uses. Uh, And I have to think that somewhere, Denzel Washington, after watching this, was thinking to himself, this motherfucker just didn't get it. Uh, If you listen to my last episode, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway... Uh, Calvin explains that, via the study of phrenology, uh, he is able to find the three dimples on Ben's skull, which represent submissiveness. Phrenology was a pseudoscience that uh, purported that one's various capacities and traits could be discerned by studying the features and physical characteris- characteristics of a uh, discer- uh, the physical characteristics of a human skull. Uh this was later proven proven to be nonsense. So yeah. Uh Dr. King Schultz partly mirrors the real life Doc Holliday. Also a dentist, turned gunfighter. So, uh I'm gonna get that tombstone review done for you one day, Marco. Um you know, I just ain't paying to rent the movie. So just hold tight. One day it'll be on Netflix or something again. Uh let's see. This is the second time Jamie Foxx and Kerry Washington have portrayed a married couple. Uh, The the two previously starred as Ray Charles and Della Bay Robinson in the movie Ray. Uh, Let's see. This film marks the fifth time uh, writer and director Quentin Tarantino and Samuel L. Jackson collaborated in a director-actor relationship. Uh, Dr. King Schultz. Killed approximately 23 people, while Django killed approximately 38 people in this movie's run. Uh, Calvin Candy kills nobody, but uh, under his instruction, is responsible for two deaths. And uh, yeah, now we're going to go ahead and uh, move on to my top five. Top five! So I'm going to do top five Quentin Tarantino movies. Uh, number one, I've got *Inglorious Bastards. Uh, I know it's shocking. Uh, I didn't go with something like Pulp Fiction or uh, Kill Bill, but I really enjoyed *Inglorious Bastards. Uh, you know, Brad Pitt did a hell of a job. movie was funny. Uh, you know, some history in there, so I loved it. Number two, Pulp Fiction. Uh, number three, this movie, Django. Number four, once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And the number five uh, its probably going to be another shocker. From Dusk Till Dawn. Uh, I know this one wasn't directed by Tarantino, but it was written by him. So it's making the list. And uh, yeah, that's it uh, for this week's episode. I'm going to try and get another one out for you guys next week and not skip another week fingers crossed, don't hold your breath, Um, but yeah, I hope everybody out there had a happy Thanksgiving, a healthy and safe one, you know, because the Rona is really out here wreaking havoc, and uh, yeah, y'all stay safe, tell a friend to tell a friend, like, listen, share, subscribe, and uh, be easy out there.